Welcome to episode 17 of Poet Kind Podcast. And guess what? It's a bonus episode of Poet Talk. I had the opportunity to chat with the poet and editor of Fly on the Wall Poetry Press, Isabel Kenyon, about their new anthology, Persona Non Grata. I'll let Isabel speak to what it's about, but the work she is doing sheds light on not just a political issue, but an issue of humanity. I consider her work truly generative, vital, life-giving. I read somewhere this week, and I wish I could remember where so I could cite it, that only words have the capacity to stay, to give voice and life. That's the power of words, and words used well have the power to change the world. Well, after a few frustrating moments with technology, Isabel and I were finally able to sit down and connect. The audio is a little dodgy, but we still had a great conversation. I think what Isabel is doing with Fly on the Wall Poetry Press is pretty amazing, and even though it's based in the UK, the work she is doing speaks a global language. Hi, Isabel. Thank you for joining us here on Poet Kind. I'm really excited to welcome you and introduce you to our listeners. Yeah, thanks for having me. You are the editor of Fly on the Wall Poetry Press. I am. And can you, what can you tell me about Fly on the Wall and what the mission of Fly on the Wall is? Yeah, sure. Um, well, it really started um, probably with the publication of the first anthology that I did. Um, and that one was uh, Raising Money for Mind. So um, it was all about mental health, uh, and it featured 116 poets um, all writing about their experiences of mental health, whether that's a personal experience or um, their friends and family. Um, and it was really, um, I realised how much I enjoyed working with charities um, and raising awareness of certain issues. Um, so from there, um, that fundraising element and the raising awareness of um, and being socially conscious through poetry and believing that when you write something that can have an impact on someone and change the world in, in a small way. Um, you know, I sort of took that into the press as a whole. Um, so that's why I want to do these socially con- conscious products going forward. Um, and because people, you know, are really excited by it. Um, and I think now that I've got that sort of platform, where I know that it works and that, you know, we can raise a really good amount for that charity. Um, it's just a lot of fun to put together. Um, so I guess the press um, is branching off into several things at the moment, um, which is quite exciting. Um, so we're publishing anthologies mainly, um, okay. but I am opening um, submissions first. for I have an online magazine. And so the okay. first issue just launched that. So that's cool. Um and then they're always going to be themed. Um, and then um, also um, we've got the please hear what I'm not saying calendar. So just little things that we're doing in future. And I'm also going to publish individual collections, which is very exciting. So I'll get to work more closely with the poets. OK. Oh, that sounds great. Wait, tell me, uh, you mentioned the calendar. Tell me a little bit about that, please. Yeah. Um, so I thought it would be great if, um, so the book represents, a, has seven sections in it, um, and they get more positive towards the end of the book. Um, so I wanted a calendar um, with 12 hand-picked poets from the original anthology, 
um, which would sort of showcase the more positive or um, reflective side um, so that people could have that on their wall as a little sort of mantra almost for that month um, with some nice illustrations. Um, so it's just it's a way of uh, furthering the reach of that project pod, uh, project. So people that still wanted to support Mind um, and still feel quite passionate about poetry and the press. Um, I thought it was a nice sort of Christmas gift almost that people could buy this A5 calendar, put it on their desk or in their bedrooms and have it as a reminder that they're not alone um, and that, you know, mental health is something that affects everyone, really. Yes, that's that's excellent. What a great idea. Now, what led me to connect with you was finding out about your anthology, Persona Non Grata. Yeah. Would you like to talk about that for a little bit for me? Yeah, definitely. It's um, consuming my life at the moment um, in a good way. <laughs> but um, basically, um, it is published on the 27th of October. Um, and I've been working with two really great charities. Um, so one is Shelter. So um, one of the largest homelessness charities. And they work with getting people who don't have a home into housing, um, get them a job, get them something stable. Um, as something to, you know, hold on to, um, someone to turn to for advice. Um, and then I've also been working with Crisis Aid UK. Um, so they're dealing with all world crises and uh, refugee um, global crises. Um, and so those two charities I chose because um, there was a theme for the anthology, which was social exclusion and society's outsiders. Um, and then I basically organically picked the charities based on um, the themes of the submissions that came in. Um, so there, there is a focus on homelessness and the refugee crisis in the book. Um, but also the, the nice thing about it is that it's so much bigger than that because um, the brief was so open. I've got some great interpretations. I've got one woman writing about her life um, as a Romani traveller. Um, and how she felt an outsider um, getting cornered by the police. Um, I've got some people talking about Alzheimer's and how that has made them um, or their family feel socially excluded from themselves and from others. Um, and obviously mental health does feature as well. Um, and a big part of it is politics as well. Because um, yeah. I think some of the reasons why social exclusion happens um, you know, it can be displacement, it can be um, government politics, it can be war. Um, so I guess it's a collection which doesn't shy away from making those political statements, um, which I quite like as well. Yeah, um, I, I agree. And you sent me some samples and yeah. the poetry is is um, heart wrenching in some cases. And yeah. But just so beautifully and eloquently put, um, I was I was really moved by them, and I'm I'm hoping maybe you'll consider reading a piece or two uh, a little bit later in the broadcast. For those who are listening, they're maybe going to pick up that you're not from the U.S. <laughs> <laughs> maybe um, just, just a subtle 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 clue there. But the issues that you're speaking to aren't isolated they're not um, they're not something that only affects certain places these are global yeah. issues these are these are issues of humanity yeah and, and I've got, um some great you know u.s poets in the book 
And I think um, even though the charities I'm working with are UK, they, they work globally. Um, oh. You know, the, the crises aid especially. Um, you know, it's the winter appeals all over the world, so like Yemen, uh, Rohingya. It's, um, you know, these massive campaigns that are worldwide, really. Okay. Yeah, that's um, – I think you're doing an amazing work. It's so significant um, in so many ways. I mean – I'm not saying it eloquently, but you speak so, <laughs> you speak so well to it. And um, I'm just, I, I'm, I'm honored that you would join us here and, and talk a little bit about this. Do you have specific goals for this publication? Do you have like a, a monetary goal or um, a, a literary goal for it? Um, I know you want to raise yeah. some, but is um, there? Well, I think it was. Yeah. Um, I think it would be great. So I always sort of have set a goal of that. Every anthology I publish, I hope it will reach at least 200 people. Um, I mean, it, you know, hopefully it's bigger than that and its impact is more than that. Um, but, you know, that's sort of my my first goal. Um, and it, it would be great if um, so I feel quite passionate about working with young people and doing workshops and um I guess just speaking to them like adults, because I think sometimes we don't tackle subjects like mental health and, mm-hmm. um, you know, war and um, sort of, you know, maybe they're not paying attention to the news as much as they could um, or they're becoming disengaged um, from, say, you know, the homeless people they see on the streets walking home. Um, so I think, you know, if I could have a educational sort of reach out program where I could go into schools and do poetry workshops with them. Um, and just speak to them about it and get them writing about it. I'd love to do that. Oh, what it, that's excellent. Um, now, your book, and I want to make sure that our listeners know, this is available worldwide, not just at, um, not just in the UK. So yeah, yeah. we can we can find your work on Amazon. Is that yeah, correct? It's on Amazon, it's on every single um, Kindle distributor. Um, it will also um, be in bookshops. Um, I don't know. I know it's on the Barnes and Noble like Kindle at the moment, um, okay. and it will be print-wise available. I ship worldwide through my website, Fly on the Wall Poetry, um, okay. and obviously Amazon does as well. So um, yeah, it will be available for everyone. Oh, excellent! Well, I I hope that um, some of our listeners will be encouraged and 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 pick up your your anthology. Yeah. Um, <laughs> do you have any projects coming up? You mentioned your webzine. Do you have um, any other projects, uh, a next anthology planned perhaps? Yeah. Um, well, um, I'm currently, um, so I'm always sort of applying for Arts Council funding to make the projects bigger. Mm-hmm. Um, so I'm hoping, without giving too much away, um, that the next anthology, um, there'll be a gallery element to it. Um, so it won't just sort of be the, the physical book that you're holding, but people will be able to come and see work displayed. Um, so I'm hoping to work with photographers as well as poets. Um, so that's something I'm really excited about um, or will be revealed in the next year. But um, I think the big one for me is um, the individual poet collections, um, which will be opening next month. And um, so the chat books um, submissions will be free um, and I'll be looking um, for two poets to take on and publish their work. And I'm looking for work which does make a statement, like the anthologies, has 
a really unique voice um, and just someone with a story to tell, really. Um, so, yeah, I'm really excited to read those. Oh, I'll, I'll look forward to following along and see what you come up with next. Uh, <laughs> yes. Do you have, do you have um, any particular poems from this anthology that you would be interested in sharing or would you like to yeah, read for us? Um, I just have to find them. Um, yeah, I have to say um, that I will, because I love them all, I'll pick them at random and no one will be insulted by me not picking their poem because I, I obviously do love all the poets in it. <laughs> right, right. Well, um, there's always going to be, I don't, there's, there were, I think each piece you sent me was, had its own specific uh, feel to it. So I don't yeah. think. I don't think one over another. It's just from an equal, an equally good source. Yeah, um, exactly. So, yeah. So, um, I'll read one um, from two different sections, and then that gives a sort of overview. Perfect. Um, you're ready. Cool. Um, so I'll read the, the first ones by a lovely poet called Jenny E. Owen, um, and it's called The Refugees. Um, it's in a chapter called Asylum Seekers. The flood water rises steadily, and out they come, sleeking grim, confused creatures from the tide, from the mire. Eyes flicker copper wire up at the black beach, Reflect the bottle of the seaside streetlights. A flash of scale, of ivory, feather and fur in light. Closer they come, as much strangers to freedom as they are to the peaking audience. The fingers are twitching at the curtains now. These refugees are unaware in their hoof and claw otherness, that they have not left their obliterated cages, their sunken ark, for good. Just yet. Closer. For the watchers awaiting them now. Steady-handed. All their ducks in a row. The big game hunters. The children with spud guns. The mothers calling them out. Hauling rock's eyes to hand at increasing speed. Closer they come in biblical procession. Up the narrow streets. Past the cobbled stones. The chippy pubs and churches. Past shop fronts selling rock and candy floss in bloated bags. Some take a darker route. The back roads and byways. The sewers and sulfurous factories. Closer. When the bloody dawn breaks, the mystery slackens. Pop, pop, pop. The invaders are too faded, too exhausted. Heavy limbed from fighting the sea. Eyes roll, pop, 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 tongues lull, pop, 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 they don't fall, don't surrender, pop, pop, pop. They cheer hollow and howl and clap one another on the back, beat their chests in slow motion over the mud-bogged, water-logged, sagging, shag-skinned mess of parts. It was them or us, was it? It was them or us, while somewhere distant, a lone pale tiger, the black and white kick of tomorrow's news, purrs in a basement and licks its rusty paws. Mm. 
such um, tremendous imagery. Uh, yeah, it's gorgeous. I think she's yeah, that is a, a really wonderful piece. I mean, wonderful in its its weight. That's something that's going to stick with readers and listeners. Thank you so yeah. much for that one. Um, I've got um, one more. I could do um, one from the war section, and then I might do a, a positive one. <laughs> uh, yeah. Go, yeah, go ahead when you're ready. Okay. Um, so this one's uh, a poet called Debbie Walsh, um, and it's about the Holocaust, um, which um, is the only entry about the Holocaust, but it, it's so necessary to have it in. Um, and such a, a root of the theme of social exclusion. I don't think there's anything, you know, more significant than this, possibly. Mm, agreed. We watched them leaving, my little brother and me, and we stood gazing, gaping as they shifted from parents to cornstalks in overfilled carriages. And the train just repeated, God angst, God angst. Michael held his teddy bear in a small gloved hand and held me, almost whole, gloved in another. Looking into his dark eyes, innocence pulled, shouting softly, pouring hope into my heart. I squeezed his hand and smiled. Somewhere there were tears. Tragedy ploughed through this half-closed platform. What would yield more than fear? In the distance, a train, like a tamed ancient beast, drew breath beating to a halt. I swung him upon my hip. Limping he would fall beneath the dragon-toothed crush of brothers and sisters and mothers and fathers. And, safely seated on my safely seated knee, I felt the bite of his ice-cold face warm, my fingers staccato through his hair, his palm-sized head. Fear is noiseless. Love is noiseless. Felt like lightning forks gripping each before a fall. Thunder in your soul. I didn't know that time was darkness and breath ticked everywhere. I was smiling into Papa's face, waking, waking. My trousers wetted and a huge tear in the corner of Michael's eye. I hugged him, nodded okay. There was a huge departing crush. All I could see was an arm, a hand, a finger pointing, a finger in the air pointing right or left. Michael stood by my side. Right, said the finger. Left, said the finger. His gloves slipped as they tore him away. Huge eyes kissing mine. Huge eyes kissing mine. Mm. it's hard sorry it's hard not to be moved by that um yeah what power the poet has to give voice to the horror and the past and it's such yeah. a warning to our future uh, that's just yeah. wow i think it can be quite terrifying at the moment um you know that there is so much hate speech that is casually said um and I'm finding it, you know, quite shocking at the moment what things, um, you know, normal people and politicians are getting oh, away with. Absolutely. Absolutely. So it is quite scary, but um, 
<laughs> as we go to the back of the book, it, you know, there's a, um, a section called British humor or optimism. Um, <laughs> <Okay>. and, <laughs> and it's a bit of a satirical look. Um, but then also that, you know, there is, um, a celebration of community. Um, so that's why I thought I'd read this last one. Oh, perfect. It'll be a great way to finish out. Yeah. <laughs> um, it's by a, a lovely Welsh poet um, called Steinwyn Hayden. Um, and the title is Let's Celebrate. Let's celebrate. The fog clearing to admit rays of semi-skimmed sunshine for a few hours in midwinter. Let's celebrate. My bus arriving two minutes early. The old lady who gives her last humbug to the driver because he smiles like her late husband and the Sikh boy who gives her his seat. Let's celebrate. My granny's lavender oil on my wrist. Tangs of sandalwood from the old hippie with tangled afro hair and a pet rat up his jumper, an albino called Ruby. The patchouli rich leathers of a hell's angel a fierce softy who writes poetry to recite in the street. Let's celebrate the small child who reads a book and snuggles into his big brother, a teenager who still sucks his thumb. Let's celebrate that badass girl with purple hair, tattoos and piercings, the one who helps a tired mum with her baby, heavy pushchair and, pa- and bags of Poundland shopping to get safely off the last bus home. Let's celebrate. I love the imagery. What hopeful, um, what a hopeful experience. And just yeah. the, the overall, you know, the sights, the smells, the, just the beauty of, of our fellow peoples. And it's, yeah. that was, yeah, that was wonderful. Oh, Isabel, I am just so excited that you took a few minutes out of your day uh, <laughs> to spend some time with us and tell us about what you're doing. And for sure, uh, I'm going to remind our listeners the name of that anthology is Persona Non Grata. I know I'm going to order my copy. Okay. <laughs> <We're done. laughs> so, um, it's available on pre-order and then I'm, I'm shipping them all next week. Um, so excitingly, it should be with me by this Friday or Monday. I'll get a massive job lot of excitement. <laughs> well, congratulations on um, doing some powerfully impactful projects with uh, Fly on the Wall Press. This is exciting to see what's going to be coming. And I am just looking forward to following along. I oh, wish you all the success. And thank you. Definitely thanks for having me on. I really enjoy your podcast. Oh, thank you. Well, it, the honor was all was all mine to get a chance to talk <laughs> with you. So thank you again. Uh, thank you very much for having me. Another huge thank you to Isabel. And if you're interested in any of the books she mentioned, they can be found on Amazon and Fly on the Wall Poetry Press at flyonthewallpoetry.co.uk. You can also follow Isabel on Facebook at Fly on the Wall Poetry, on Twitter at Fly underscore Press, and Instagram at Fly on the Wall underscore Poetry. Isabel has more great projects on the horizon, and if you've been moved or inspired by what she's doing, I encourage you to check out the Fly on the Wall Indiegogo fundraiser page. 
I tweeted in a link earlier today, and if you follow us, you can click through for more information. I also mentioned that Isabel is a poet, and we'll be inviting her back in the future to talk about her own work, and I'm really looking forward to that. Well, that's it for episode 17. I want to thank you for joining us again this week. If you are a poet or know a poet that would be a great fit for Poet Talk, drop us a note at poetkindpodcast at gmail.com. We love to have great conversations. You can also follow along with our shenanigans on Instagram and Twitter at poetkindpodcast, all one word. We love to hear what you're up to, and occasionally we offer poetic challenges for opportunities to be read on one of our episodes. We also accept submissions on a regular basis. One of our goals is to offer poets an opportunity to get their work out in the world. And did we mention that submissions are fee-free? Drop us a note at poetkindpodcast or message us on social media with your contact information and we'll send you our submission guidelines. And remember, if you like what's happening here at Poetkind, please share us with your friends and leave a review on your favorite podcast platform. These reviews help us get seen and they also make us feel pretty darn good. We believe in practicing hospitality here and invite you to join us. We also believe in being generative, create, whatever it is you do, painting, writing, singing, poetry, do this. Bring it into the world to make it a better place, one where we can support each other and help each other along. Have a great week, and until next time, read great poetry and write great poetry. Thank you.